super duper do. How are you? I'm sure you are amazing. <laughs> Could you be amazing every day? Now, it's easy to be amazing, happy, sensational, awesome when things are going great, when it's a beautiful sunny day and when life is treating you beautifully. And I always use the example, if you're lying on the beach on a tropical island and you're with the person that you love and you're about to eat beautiful food or drink your favorite beverage uh, and somebody says to you, how are you? You should probably say, awesome. <laughs> there are some people who don't, even though they're in that situation. But that's pretty easy to say, I'm having a great day. But what about if things aren't going great? What if it's raining? What if it's cold? What if there's stress in your life? What if the government's doing stuff that you don't understand? What if inflation's high? What if there's a war? What if there's a bushfire or a flood or a drought? What if we don't know about the future? There's a lot of things that, that the press bombard us with every day, uh, negative, uh, doom and gloom, the future is not secure. And people say to me, Rowie, I can't have a great day because I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Well, I've got a, an interesting question. First of all, we have no control over tomorrow. Would that be fair? So regardless of everything that we get told about tomorrow, we don't actually know what's going to happen tomorrow because I'm not a clairvoyant. I can't predict the future. How about you? Uh, a lot of people look at the past and say, well, based on what's happened in the past, this will happen in the future. And that's what I find really exciting because regardless of inflation, interest rates, the weather, climate control, all of the terrible things that we get bombarded with every day that are apparently going to make our future very bad. Because I'm an old lady and because I've lived on the planet a really long time, uh, I find that uh, almost irresponsible to hear that kind of information because the world has always had bad stuff happen. We've always had droughts and floods and bushfires and earthquakes and hurricanes and typhoons and tsunamis. Mother Nature gets cranky and she's been getting cranky the whole time. I think she's been around a hell of a lot longer than us. Uh, and you'll often hear that this is the worst weather we've had for the last 40 years or this is the hottest day for the last 50 years or this is the worst uh, flood we've had since uh, 150 years ago, which means that the weather's been up and down, good and bad forever, depending on what you believe in and how long we've been around for. So to create doom and gloom about the weather, I think is irresponsible because we've always had weather. So to say it's going to be terrible, first of all, we don't know that. But based on the past, yes, stuff happens. So should we prepare for it? Should, should we be ready for it? Should we understand that it's going to rain or it's going to be sunny? I often say that because I live in the South Island of New Zealand and it's winter time and it's cold and people say to me it's cold and I always say yes because it's winter and it's in New Zealand in the South Island I used to say that when I lived in Queensland in Australia people would say it's so hot and I'd say yes it is it's Queensland and it's summertime of course it's hot we would get very confused if it was boiling hot in the middle of winter in the South Island of New Zealand or if it was snowing on the Gold Coast in midsummer then we would probably go what the hell's going on so this thing called fear, uh, being scared of, being anxious about, most of the things that we're scared of are things that haven't happened yet or have already happened. And I always ask this question, can I control what's already happened? Can I change what's already happened? Of course not. 
Can I learn from it? And I use the weather again. We can learn from what's happened to weather patterns in the past to give us a little bit of an idea what might happen in the future. We can have a look at economic patterns in the past to see what's going to happen in the future. And in my lifetime, there's been so much doom and gloom and boom when it comes to the economics of a country, the finances of a country. Uh, The world economic situation has gone up and down and it always does. It's uh, something like this. The tide goes in and the tide goes out. It's daytime and nighttime. It's winter and summer. Things change. And to, to not understand that particular concept is that things change. Things are good and bad, hot and cold, light and dark. That would be naive, yes? You'd have to say, well, the sun's going down. Is that really weird that it's going to be dark? No, that happens every single day. And if you have a look at the economics of a country, you'll see that there's times when things are going really well and times when things are not going very well. And the really interesting thing to take note of is that when things aren't going well economically for the government or for the country or for most people, is it possible that there are people who become more wealthy, more financially secure, they put... Uh, more dollars into their bank account, their life actually becomes better financially because of the bad economics in a country. And the reason for that, of course, the answer is yes. And the reason for that is that people who understand economics understand that there's going to be doom and gloom and boom. Uh, it's, th- that's happened forever. And one of the people to take note of uh, is a very interesting fellow by the name of Warren Buffett. And if you haven't heard of him, one of the richest men in the world, owns one of the most successful companies in the world. He's a very mature man. He's over 80 years of age now, still goes to work every day and loves his life. And you can imagine over 80 years of being involved in stocks and shares, because that's what Berkshire Hathaway, Berkshire Hathaway does, is they, he predominantly buys and sells shares, and he's been doing that all of his life. And he will share with you, please listen to what he's got to say, because he's one of the wealthiest men in the world. He's been doing this for the longest period of time, and what he focuses on is the finances of particularly America, but America seems to have a fairly big influence on what's going on in the rest of the world. And he will share with you passionately and openly that there's boom times and gloom times and you just prepare for them. If you know anything about the property market, people get scared because my house won't be worth as much or I won't be able to buy a house because it'll be too expensive. But that changes all the time. Property prices go up and property prices go down for all sorts of different reasons. And let's use stocks and shares and property. If people say, I lost money on the stock market. You only lose money on the stock market if you sell your stocks and shares when the price is low. So if you don't sell them and wait till the prices are high, then that's a different story. Same with property. If you sell your property when prices are low, you may lose money on your property. But there's no time in history where property has gone to, to, a, to a low price. They've always gone up. But it goes up in a roller coaster up rather than a straight line up and straight line down. And I'm sharing all of that with you because every single day I deal with people, work with people, aim to inspire and excite people that there's no need to be scared. Uh, To be scared of something you have no control over seems a little bit silly to me. What do you think? I can't control the weather. I can't control the future. I can control how I respond or react to the future. And I can control what I do with my life. So can you plan for, let's say there's a world medical, worldwide medical pandemic. Imagine if there was. Could you plan for that? 
Could you make sure that your immune system's really strong, that you're fit and healthy, that you've got a positive attitude? And I'll use that as a very classic example. We were bombarded for at least two years, if not more now, on how bad this this worldwide medical pandemic is or was, depending on where your headspace is at. And if you have a look at the actual numbers, this is really important when it comes to climate, economics, uh, real estate, the stock market and medical challenges. The biggest medical challenges in the world happen to people who are unhealthy and unfit. And I could use the word old, but there's plenty of old people who are fit and healthy, who they're chronologically old, but they're not unhealthy and they act young. (laughs) And this particular worldwide medical pandemic that we've had, if you have a look at the overall mortality numbers, and this is a really important thing to do, again, when it comes to climate, economics, Uh, house prices, everything. When you look at the overall for the last 50 years or 100 years, uh, the numbers tell the story. The media tells a different story. They have to in their defence. They've got to sell newspapers. They're in major competition for airtime and viewing time. And if they don't give us doom and gloom and terrible, horrible stories, they don't make any money. So in the defence of the media that throws stuff at us every day that's scary and horrible they have to do that because otherwise no one will watch the news or listen to the news so I get what they do that's a business they're in the business of scaring people because people like to be scared it's like a horror movie you don't go to a horror movie and hope to laugh you go to a horror movie so that you get scared well that's what the news is all about the news is about car crashes and murders and and robberies and worldwide medical pandemics and the inflation rates and the interest rates hike and the unemployment rates and that's what the news is all about because it's a horror story it's meant to be I find that exciting because when you understand that it can't scare you you're not frightened so when you look at the numbers for all of the things that the media is trying to frighten us with the numbers tell the story the actual numbers of worldwide medical pandemic for example uh were really serious if you were over the age of 80. They were really serious if you had coronary heart disease, cardiovascular disease, type 2 diabetes, if you were a smoker, if you had any kind of lung challenge. A really serious disease, very serious. But if you're a healthy, fit, strong human being who had a positive attitude and you had a strong immune system, very, uh, and even there are lots of people who share with me I had I had this thing, I had this challenge that affected the whole wide world. A lot of people didn't even know that they had it, they just tested for it. And other people, it was like a cold or a flu, and probably no worse than any other flu that we've ever had. Now, I'm sharing that with you because I never got scared. I've never been scared of being sick because I've, I've planned for it. Uh, if, you have a, if you have insurance, if you have a fire plan, if you have a flood plan, if you have an earthquake plan, uh, you're probably not scared of Mother Nature either because if you live in an earthquake zone, first of all, the house that you build will have to be a little bit different. Uh, Would we accept the fact that we're in an earthquake zone? We probably should. Uh, If you live in the bush in Australia and your house is surrounded by trees, one would suggest that that is a risk for bushfire. And to, to, to think differently would be naive. And I'm sharing that with you because a lot of people are scared of things that they can control. 
So can you control your health and fitness and your immune system? Yes. Can you control your finances? Yes. And there's so much information on how to be financially free and how to put a financial wall around your life that nobody can get into. That's That information's easy to find. Uh, that means you don't have to be scared. Uh, when it comes to business, a lot of people say to me, I'm scared to go open a business or scared to start a new career path. I've never been scared of that for this reason. Because when you're educated and self-educated and you continue learning, when you want to be the best in the world at what you do and you continue training and educating and learning to be the best at what you do, when you do what you're passionate about and you will do it for free, there's no fear that I could lose my job or my business will go broke. Because even if, if something happens to the economy and your business goes broke, you've got the skills, tools, talent and knowledge to build another business. If you are employable, it doesn't matter where you go, you will, get it, you will be employed because you're employable. And I often get excited about bad times because there's two reasons for that when it comes to business and, and career path. In business, a lot of people, a lot of business people use bad times to get rid of people that aren't doing their job well. And the worldwide medical pandemic was a classic example of that. It was the perfect opportunity for business people to get rid of the people out of their business that weren't doing a good job. And they did, and they had a reason to do it because there was a worldwide medical pandemic. There was a lot of people who also realised that life could be short and what if I die? And they said, well, bugger it, I'm not going to have a lousy, stinking, rotten job anymore. I'm going to go and do something that I absolutely love. I'm going to have a career path or a business that I'm passionate about. Isn't that awesome that you get to change? You don't have to stay doing what you don't want to do. So why would you be scared when you've got the skills, tools, knowledge and talent to go and do what you want to do? Or you can get them. doesn't matter what it is that you want to do. Play piano, play basketball, open a business, be an artist, uh, be a farmer. doesn't matter what it is. You can get the skills to do that. Uh, and the experts in the world will tell you that 10,000 hours of anything, doesn't matter what it is, if you invest 10,000 hours of your time into something that you're passionate about, you'll get really good at it. Uh, and I always joke about that because I'm not a basketball player and I've never, I think I've played once or or a couple of seasons when I was in high school. Uh, but I reckon if I shot hoops every day and I shot 10,000 hours of hoops, that I'd get good at basketball too. Uh, and I use that example because I just pick something random that I don't do. But if I wanted to do it, could I? And the answer is, of course, yes. So what is it that you want to do and why would you be scared of it? You're in full control. You can learn, you can study. Uh, you can be disciplined and they're the things that, that if you put them in a beautiful box together, self-education, self-discipline, self-motivation, self-inspiration and self-discipline, when you've got those, you can do everything and there's nothing to be scared of. Now, the one thing that I have no control over, so I can't control the weather, that's a definite. I can't control what's going to happen. And when I say the one thing that I can't control, the future is going to do what it's going to do. But I have full control over how I respond or react to that. So nobody can make me angry unless I let them. Nothing can upset me or frustrate me or make me scared unless I let them. Uh, so if I've got full control over my emotion, if I've got full control over my self-discipline, my study, my health, my career choices, my financial situation, then what would I be scared of? And perhaps this one, which is accident. So what if I have an accident and they happen every day, car accidents, climbing accidents, uh, in the gym you could drop a weight on your toe, uh, 
I have always have a bit of a joke about this because <laughs> there is a statistic that comes out every year of what people die of, and obviously I, I understand that. I have to understand those statistics because the biggest thing that people die of. Uh, and this is interesting. Obviously, we've got coronary heart disease and type 2 diabetes are the biggest health killers in the world. Uh, people suggest that inactivity has now become the new smoking, so that's killing more people. Uh, inactivity not being active, being unhealthy and unfit and, un and weak is now the biggest killer when it comes to killer diseases. Uh, one of the things that <laughs> that is that's killing a lot of people every year, and it's probably in the top five every year it changes, but usually in, a, in the top five is medical mistakes. So you go to hospital for one thing, you get given the wrong medication, you end up dying. So the doctor makes a mistake. So there's a good thing, stay out of hospital. That's maybe, that's an accident that, you know, I'm sure no doctor kills you on purpose. But there's a great thing to control there, stay out of hospital so you don't get in on that list of she died of medical mistake. Uh, but I always have a giggle because every year, somewhere in the world a small number of people die from vending machines falling on them and I share that it's nothing funny about dying except that we're all going to die but could you control that because I figure when I every time I see that number I always think that must have been somebody who got really angry with the vending machine because it didn't give them their change or didn't give them their bag of chips so they kicked the vending machine and it fell on them and I'm using that as an example because there are things that we have accidents that we have no control over there are some medical challenges that we have no control over we're just bloody unlucky to get them and again we can choose how we react or respond to that and I always use the example of people that sports people that have had an accident and they've lost limbs and they just change sports they become Paralympians and, and get they go and do something else even though they had this terrible thing happen to them. So there's this headspace that I always consider that even if I have an accident, A, should I plan for it? And I don't want to live my life in fear. And that's what this is all about. I don't want to live scared of tomorrow. How about you? I don't want to live with anxiety about what's going to happen tomorrow. And I'm in this beautiful position as a mature woman, as an old lady, that after many decades on the planet, I can look back over my life and say, well, yes, there's droughts, floods, bushfires, uh, medical challenges, global financial crisis. Stuff happens. I can't be fearful of that because it's going to happen. I can't. No one's going to go through their entire life with no bad stuff happening. So what if you plan for it so that when it arrives, it doesn't scare the hell out of you because you planned for it? And what if you focus on the future without fear because you are planned and prepared for the future? So you know that there's going to be doom and gloom and boom in the real estate market. There's going to be doom and gloom and boom in the stock market. There's going to be doom and gloom and boom when it comes to beautiful weather versus terrible weather. Some days it rains and some days it's sunny and I have no control over that. But I have full control over focusing on how I deal with that. Uh, yes, there's going to be medical challenges, but 80% and every medical professional gives me that number 80% of the killer diseases in the world and the reasons people die are fully preventable so if you're scared of dying there's an 80% responsibility that you can take on board to say okay I'm not going to smoke or I'm not going to be inactive or I'm not going to uh you, and when I say don't climb tall mountains, I know lots of people that climb tall mountains. I live in the South Island of New Zealand and they know that there's a risk to do that. They know that if they climb tall mountains, they could die. But they'd rather die as a 
as doing what they love than to die as a coward. And I, I really love that expression that if I, if I live scared of everything, am I actually living or have I died already? If I'm scared of opening a business or scared of starting a new relationship or scared of investing money or scared of going to the gym, could it be that I just live my life as this little, it's not really living, it's just existing. So imagine that, being born, existing and dying versus being born and living and living again and living again and living with passion without fear and without anxiety because yes it's going to rain and yes there's going to be bushfires and yes there's going to be sickness and yes there's going to be accidents but I want to live my life happy and excited to be alive every day not scared of tomorrow how about you so take it please from an old lady and I'm sharing this because at the moment and it seems that every year there's something there's a global financial crisis there's a bushfire there's a flood there's a medical pandemic there's inflation there's unemployment you know at the moment people are complaining because there's not there's not enough people to fill the number of jobs if you go back three or four years there's too much unemployment and not enough jobs there's always an up and down that's called life imagine how boring life would be if there was no ups and downs if it was always sunny 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 you know I had the joke about that because when I lived in Queensland Australia there was a, a joke about a beautiful one day perfect the next and sometimes people would come from other countries and say bloody sunny it's always sunny here <laughs> if you go to Seattle Washington in America you'll probably get raining it's always raining here bloody hell why do we why do we whinge moan and complain about things that we don't have any control over why would we be scared about something we have no control over and I'll give you the reverse of that which is some people do things because it makes them scared and they love it so they go to a scary movie because they want to get scared they bungee jump because they want to get scared and there's probably a bit of a difference there between being fearless and courageous so fearless is absence of fear I'm not scared of anything and those are the people that tend to bungee jump and jump out of planes and do all that really cool stuff And then there's courageous, which is, I'm bloody scared. (laughs) I feel the fear, but I'm going to do it anyway because I don't want to live in fear. So courage for me is a beautiful word. Feel the fear and do it anyway because I don't want to live in fear. How about you? How about every day? Enjoy every day because we don't know that we've got tomorrow. And there's that beautiful quote, the past is gone, the future is unsure, the only thing we've got is the present and that's why they call it a gift, a gift of today. Why not enjoy every single day because it is the present. I feel good. I knew that I would now. I feel good because I choose to. How about you? Woo!